Hello, Teddy P. Hello, Davis Style. What are you doing today? Well, you know, this is kind of an unconventional podcast for Henry Pola does music things. Oh, really? Here's why. You have an album coming up. I do? Yeah. Oh, you sure do. Oh, okay. And you've been cooking this thing up in the lab for about over a year now. Am I am I right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely over a year. So where do you say what was what was the first the first track or what was the first what was the birth of this album? It was uh it was music for alligators and I have a l- little bit of a story to tell with that one. And before um, but before you do. Oh, okay. Guys Welcome. I'm hosting today. I'm Davis Dial. And I'm interviewing the infamous, the one and only Teddy P about his upcoming project. That, you know, we'll leave it at that for now. That's right. Okay, now continue. Tell us about Music for Alligators. So, this was, I like, two years ago. Um... And I just I I uh, found some cool chords, bah, 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 you know the chords in the song, recorded them and recorded some synth stuff over them. Okay, I start working with the SoundCloud rapper. This is like a few months later. I show him the song. I don't know why. <laughs> a SoundCloud rapper. Yes. Yeah, just just any random or is this someone you knew? It doesn't need to be named. Okay. Sure. Um, I guess I knew him. Okay. We don't work together anymore after this. <laughs> That's not even a joke. This was. Is there beef? This was no. It's just there's nothing. <laughs> um, he called. You know, I love constructive criticism. Constructive <laughs> criticism, and he. I showed him the song, and he he called it. So you know Instagram and those mobile game ads. Sure. And the music for those ads. Like the ads themselves, they're never good. Like, they're always just crap. Yeah. Usually. And he, he said it sounded like a mobile game ad music. Music for a mobile game ad. Wow. I was like, wow. And now it's called Music for Alligators. So is that where the name came from? No. I was in the shower. And working on the song. I remember this vividly. And I was like, I had... It was... I wanted, you know, something kind of weird like that, right? Okay. And it just came to me in the shower. And I was like, yes. And there wasn't any, like, mm. It was just yes. So you're saying you had, like, in every sense of the phrase, a shower thought. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a shower thought and a shower decision. I, I did. And, yeah. Well, I mean, I must say, it is a devastating blow, but... <laughs> You know, if it were like Chick Corea saying, you know, this sounds like a mobile game ad. That's one thing. <laughs> I don't know about a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah. Um, you know, I I guess I took the criticism Tart? not constructive. No, I didn't. I Well, I took it. But I didn't internalize it, and I made the song way cooler. Well, you know, in a way, you could say it made you stronger. And That's it made right. the track stronger. That's, I think it did. Because I was like, I'm going to make this a track. Prove this dude wrong. 
Well, there you go. And now it sounds like alligator music. And it's fantastic, by the way. Oh, thank you. I am one of, you know, a few people who have actually heard the album up to this point. That's right. And I consider myself privileged. That means a lot to me, Dave. Dave is style is an amazing artist goes under the name of Sunny D. You know, I don't know if that's official. Anymore. I don't know if that's going to be canon anymore. Oh. I think it might be time for a new chapter, but anyway, that's its own thing. Well, Davis Style or Sunny D, he goes by either, either or. Either. Yes. And uh he makes great music. Oh, thanks. And uh has an album, very good album. Then you want to What's the album name? Oh, yeah. Streaming platform. You know, it's called Ultramarine. Um, it's, I mean, you could say it's, it's definitely my baby. And it, uh, you know, it was birthed in a time when, I don't know, I feel like the, you know, it's funny, a funny thing about instrumental music is that for the longest time I always felt silly about naming an, an instrumental piece or even just finding any kind of concept or meaning within an instrumental piece. And I think, like, other people feel the same way. And it made me feel almost silly to, like, name these instrumental pieces. But I strongly disagree. Now, especially. But anyway, in that album, I, I felt like each song, like, has its own specific meaning. And it's, uh, its own kind of this little piece of my heart and a piece of my adolescence. So while, like, the tracks to everyone else, you know, are one way. I think they're very different to me. And that's why I love it, you know? It doesn't really matter to me that it no one really listens to it, but... I listen to it. A few people do, actually. You know, every once in a while, I'll get around a person that's like, oh, I love this song. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's great. It's, you know, it's what, you, it's what we do it for. That's right. But anyway, in a roundabout way, yes. That's like my... The album of my adolescence. That's great, Dave. Yeah. That's, and it is out everywhere. Check you, it out. If you want to check it out. Yeah, please check it out. But anyway, this is enough not about, about us. This is enough about Sorry. me. Sorry. Um, I, I do appreciate the, the kind words, though. But So I, I've listened to a good chunk of the album now. And I would like to know maybe some of the... I don't know, some of the inspiration around the, the, the intro. The now, intro. Yes, I, I am really intrigued by the, the, the intro track. And I think it is like mm. truly like one of the best intros to an album I've heard in a long time. And I'm, <laughs> I'm not just saying that. Okay. I really do mean it. And, and I can't wait to hear the, the completely finished product with all the craziness. What was kind of the inspiration for that? And how did that come to be? Okay. So I knew I needed an intro. Uh, do you know what J.D. Beck? <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> they're th sorry, man. There's these two people on Instagram, <laughs> drummer, keyboardist. They released an album. I listened to it, and they're the intro. I don't know the intro for their album. I don't remember the album name. It's called like What's Next or something, mm -hmm. and uh, or not tight. I don't know, something, doesn't matter. They have an intro and it's called like Sarah's Intro or something, right? Sure. And uh, I was like, oh, I like that. And then I was playing with my cat, who I named Gil, and I was like, Gil's Intro. So that's a bit about the name, but about the song itself. Um, I, uh, 
I found the boom gun, dun gun, dun. Just chords on piano. It, it's a D major uh, nine to just D minor seven. Of course. Something like that. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, this is cool. Yeah. And I recorded it, I think, on my iPhone. Or no, I recorded it on a real microphone okay. without a metronome. Really? And so I, I'm not one to do that. Is that the take you used? Yeah. So the whole okay. song is not on a metronome, which is a little, now, a little wacky. But here's the thing. I get that because every once in a while in my creative process, I'll find that I don't use a metronome. And on a rare occasion, it works out. And when it does, you have to run with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did. Thank you. Now, I know this is this is kind of segueing into a different topic, but Please. this is more Please. This is more segueing to maybe the the album as a whole and dare I say themes. How do you think your cat affected or influenced the album for you? Well, as I said earlier, the first song It's called Gil's Intro. Well, Gil is not actually my cat. It's a long story. It doesn't matter. It's like a neighbor cat. But that's not yours. Its real name is Yoda. No. <laughs> exactly. It's Gil. It's Gil. Uh, the full name doesn't matter. This doesn't matter. How did my cats... This is a good question. You know, my cats mean a lot to me. And every single cat I've had or I have is very distinctive and in a way that's kind of like the album because they're the songs are very most of them are very very distinctive from one another I was actually gonna name a song uh, or do a song called song for Steve Steve's one of my cats um, you know, it didn't work out do it for another album or something yeah, but next album just like cats and you know there could be a cat on the album cover I we actually don't know yet and that's I, okay here's the thing now this is only because I know you I'd like to say I know you pretty well okay I'd like to say we're pretty good friends okay and you know I think these cats and from the way you, you talk about your cats I think in a way they're 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 a form of inspiration or form of fuel in a way and it's kind of the spiritual f uh, fuel that kind of keeps you going. Because, uh, you know, recording music and mixing music and and doing it as intensively as you've done it uh, is not an easy task. And it sounds like it's all just fun and games. But, like, to get to where we are now took hundreds of hours of work. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, it's, it's probably, probably around... I mean, and that includes the practicing and the record, and it includes okay, well, yeah, the then recording, it's like thousands, and thousands, thousands of yeah. hours, thousands of hours, and all you know to to make this as good as it could possibly be. But along the way, I think there are always like those those misgivings and you know those feelings of doubt and of frustration and when a song just just tanks and you get nowhere with it in a mixing session. Yep. And it seems like you know all too well. Uh, yeah. And I, you know, it seems like from the way you've described it, your cats have, in a way, 
they kind of lighten that burden. You know, yeah, I would agree with that. If we're talking about thematic elements of the album, you know, I mean, uh, I'm in college right now. First, uh, like, fifth week of college or something. <laughs> you know, it's kind of intense, you know. I'm away from home, and uh, my cats live at my home. And you know what I love? I love my cats. Because my cats are at my home. I don't get to see them. So I miss my home. And you know, that, this album, uh, it has a, a very loose, in my, from my perspective, it's, uh, it's a bunch of things, songs, made or inspired by, by my home and just that part of my life, which has been most of my life, you know? But stuff like Gil's intro, there's literally a song called Home, which I wrote in my backyard on a synth. And might I say it's beautiful, Thank gorgeous. You. Thank and you. I, I love the drama in it and the build. It is dramatic. And, you know, who doesn't love a little bit of drama? I don't know. You know? And... Well, I love that, and I and I think you know anyone who's been through a similar uh, transition knows that you know you, you do feel like it's a a death in a way, and you know you start to look at, at your life in retrospect, and you know you start trying to figure out what home is, and do you, you know. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I'm, that was going to segue into my next question. Do but, you know uh, what retrogression means? One of the definitions. Let me hear it. Well, this probably isn't exact, but it's returning to a previous state, but that previous state is like a worse one than, you know, it's like getting worse. Interesting. And, you know, that actually kind of, you know, sometimes you can, you can feel like, why am I paying so much money to, you know, do this this stuff it's like am i going into a previous state or going into a state that's worse i don't know you know it's interesting the way just thought the first thing that came to mind for me in the meaning because it seems to be a, you know a mashup of you know some words but a meaning for me is like retrospect and progression yeah you know and it's funny how my first thought is sometimes you need to look back to move to move forward that that's good too and that seems like definitely an ode to, to childhood and to adolescence. Now, yeah. how do you think... Now, I know from personal experience that's, that uh, leaving home can have both a positive and a negative impact on the creative process. And now that you've moved from your, from your, from your basement studio, which has been, like, definitely <sighs> a home. It's my home, yeah. Yeah. And then going up to a dorm up at the University of Utah... How is how did that change the the approach to the to the album, or how did that change the album as a whole? You know, it because it's an album that's essentially just dedicated to my house. Um, the only thing done away from home is essentially mixing. I haven't really made anything in college because I just. I don't know. I don't really want to. 
just for this album because it is sort of an homage to to my yeah yeah which you know and maybe that that's stupid and whatever but it's just it's an art burden i've recorded it you know a few things but just small little maybe adjustments or yeah yeah nothing no i think i think you know i think that's beautiful to have it be about your home and everything is recorded at home yeah you know and maybe that's like meta or or cringe or something that's just well you know you ever seen that uh the the yin yang symbol and when creating art (laughs) you have a perfect balance of being cringe and being based yeah that's right and you know what there's got to be a little bit of a cringe yeah yeah you know nothing can be purely based (laughs) this album is definitely not purely based there's it's okay to say that that's what makes good art that's what makes art it's just a mixture of the two things that's right davis um well that's great you know just saying now we're talking themes here oh okay and you know you're looking for some inspo for for album art cat yes but have you ever thought just a picture of your house the cat is on my roof well then (laughs) there you go yeah maybe i yeah, as said, I, know you, I don't know the album cover. You know, I know your 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 vibe is black and white, and I it will be black and white. I hear that. I don't. I, I this is that. not going to be changed for that. this album. But what, what <laughs> if what if we just got a really good picture? Could do it on film or something of your house in color. No, it won't be in color. Black and white film, sure. Okay. Are you guys killing you there? Yeah, maybe I'll find some cycling. I'm what, trying to block on. the wind. Hold on. I'm, I'm worried that this is just going to be... It's going this way. <laughs> well, hey, yeah, no, these but... are grandma sunglasses. They're supposed to go over glasses. Give me, give me a shot. I will give you a shot. What's up? <laughs> yeah, that's oh, this sick. is nice. That is I can, sick. Yeah, this is great. Thank you, Dave Style. You're welcome. Um, Happy so, black and white film photo of my house. Yeah. And then, what is it called the album? What's. Home? No, I'm thinking, but there's something connected. What is the name of your street? <laughs> like my address? I'm not like asking for your address, but what's what's the street called? It's just an address. Not every single street has a. Well, a lot of them do. I thought, you know, like like I live off of Carterville Road. Oh, um, I don't even know what that road is. Uh, I don't know. The one you're like. Clearly, I don't know. Your street's on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. Th- it's just my address. No, like. Okay, but I don't have Carterville Road. I don't have the big road is like State Street or something. It's not <laughs> no, State Street. Eighth East. Eighth East. Well, it's eight hundred East. But what if you you know what, what if you just called it like eight hundred East off Eighth East or something? A house off Eighth East. You know. You know that'd be kind. Of, just just think about it. <laughs> I do it think works like thematically. Like, like yeah, like thematically, it's about home. 
and the art we seems it seems like we've come up with a concept there and there's plenty to, to work from that that accurately pays an homage to your home and i think you know in all things music i tend to really favor vulnerability and you know like i can say as far as past endeavors go like i think sometimes we try too hard to be meta and we try to like have this unique like for instance on the first album i ever worked on the name for it is just like it's just a little try hard you know and i can say that because i helped come up with it and it and i think like we all we all of us like agreed after the after the fact that like we could have done something you know better and more fitting but like yeah i don't want that i really don't want to release the album and be like hmm could I have named it this? Like, I come up with a really awesome name. <laughs> True. But, I mean, uh, I think as long as you have something that, like, fits and works. But also, you know, while, yes, I wish I could go back and change the name of that album, I think there is something to, at that time in my life, at that time in our lives, that is what we came up with for that. And I think in a way that there's some beauty to that. You know, it's the same way how I feel about uh, my tattoo, you know? Oh. People are like... Do you have a tattoo, Davis? I sure do. Wow. Just recently got my first one. Wow. Yeah. That's that's crazy. And you know, people often say, but like, what if I regret it? It's going to be there forever. Oh. Valid but, points it, in my opinion, but... Valid, uh, indeed. <laughs> but I also think that they're... I don't know, like... Looking back and now after having a tattoo, it's timeless because it now is pays a tribute to a certain time period in my life. And nothing's going to change that. And I hope that someday I look back and be like, wow, things have really changed. Like, that was a different time. And it, the, the tattoo is a symbol of this time in my life. And I think music is the exact same way. Mm-hmm. So while, yes, first album name, Cringe, but it's a symbol of that <laughs> you know 2020 to you know symbol of 2020 for me and you know so i I don't take it back for anything and i think you'll feel the same way about whatever you name this album just as long as it's you know thematically i don't know it's a good way to sum up the album or a good way to just and i i especially struggle because this album if anybody well, when you guys hear it, you will uh, realize it, it kind of, there's a lot of um, varying stuff in it, um, which is okay, but try and wrap that up into one album title. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's but difficult. again, I think like for something as complex as home, like growing up, and through adolescence, we go through so many phases of interests. Like, the music I was listening to in 2017 compared to the list music I'm listening to now, in a lot of ways is similar, in a lot of ways completely different. And I think in the same way that on, on your album, there are a lot of things that are going to be similar, and a lot of things are going to be really different. Yeah. I mean, you, the first song you wrote for this album, was that, was that Music for Alligators? Yeah, I didn't even know I was making it out. I just made a song. Well, exactly. So that spans a lot of time. Yeah. And your personal growth through that, you know, 
like there are gonna be some differences and I think that's something to be embraced yeah okay they was coming in with that's a, my that's very profound that's my input I think the things you were saying about uh you know the title being like just it comes from this part of life you know that's that's like uh, it's the music that's the as we just said it's uh, an album is a showcase of just when you made the album of what you are capable of or what you're not capable of and you know it just showcases that and that's what it is it can be good or bad but it's just yeah it's well and there really is something so eternal about it yeah cause I don't know I think people often fear putting music out and I, I, I feared putting music out or putting any kind of art out into the world because you know the fear of like how we'll be received or even if it will be received at all um but i think there's so much value in just putting things out because they're you know they're little milestones yeah because and they're eternal they really are because in 20 years i'll be able to look back on my album and see like wow what a crazy like you know like what a crazy time and I think you'll be able to do the same. But if I just like was just too afraid and just let the songs kind of slip into the void, I think that's a tragedy. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Even if the songs aren't necessarily that like incredible or well made, it's just a milestone. Yeah. Yeah. A piece of a slice of Henry's life. Yeah, there. Uh, so there's a <laughs> there's some vocals in the album. For a quick second. Yes. Okay. Let's no, talk we about don't need talk. No, 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 no. I do want to talk about it. Let's talk. Uh, okay. One of the vocals was about to be. Uh, I was just go a slice of life, a slice of life, a slice of life. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get the cut. It turned into Damn. fish things. Oh, that's crazy. Thank you, Davis. Well, so in the past, you've been, and I can say that. It's really easy to, or you know, we can get comfortable in making instrumental music because that's you know in the same way that a singer, a country artist gets comfortable making country music and vice versa. Yeah. And in a in a big way for you, using vocals on this album must have been really daunting. <laughs> yeah, it was very. And definitely a step outside of your comfort yes. zone. Tell me about that process. <laughs> yeah, it's very. I was not expecting this. Nobody was expecting us. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I don't sing. I can't really sing. You know. Sounds good to me. Thank you, Davis. <laughs> um, I don't even... So, earlier I said, like, most of this album was recorded at home. The vocals. Probably the one significant thing that was the one thing that I uh, recorded, or that I got the idea for at college. Really? And this is because of DJO. Only because of DJO. Hats off. I played the album daily for like five days. <laughs> Me just <too>. straight. <laughs> and it's a vocal album. And I was like, there's this part in this song that has nothing. I don't want to do saxophone. Care to say which one? Fisherman's. No, no, what, what, what song off oh, of, DJ. of Decide? <laughs> well, all, the whole album is a whole sort of inspired me, but 
Um, specifically, one sec, actually. I think the camera turned off. Okay, back to it. Sorry, guys. We are also, back. now, yeah, let, let's just pronounce it DJO for the sake of clarification. What, how else would it be pronounced? It's technically pronounced no. Joe. Stop. Yep. Really? And this is canon. <laughs> he did. He did say in an, ar- in an article. I guess that makes sense, Joe. But like, that's, that's just kind of so, cool. It is cool. I really like it. But, but I call it DJO. Because it's like, when you say Joe, it's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's the song that inspired the vote, it would probably be. It's one where he talks about his dog walking his dog. Um, it's gloom, right? Is it? I do kind of get gloom? gloom vibes from from Fisherman's Paradise. I don't. It's one where he talks about walking. Yeah, his yeah, dog. yeah. Because he is sick of being at the party, and he needs to. He needs. I to, need. I need to walk my dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, da da da. I'm ready to go. Yeah, it's that. I know. I love the way that you use your vocals. Like, I don't know, I feel like if, like, my attempts at, at, uh, at vocal parts, uh, in the past have been so, like, just cringe, but I just love how you, like, you don't take yourself too seriously with your vocal takes. Yeah, this was very... And I love, yeah. honestly, call me crazy, I love how you spice things up with the, uh, with, with the profanity. Okay, let's make this clear. So I do a thing where I say, shut the fuck up. And someone, that sounds like I'm saying, shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> but with the T and a K. But I'm not saying the T and a K. Right? So, what the fuck? I'm not swearing there. Yeah, but... I'm the only person in the world that has this opinion. Everyone says I'm just saying the F word. But, I mean, here's the thing. Like... I'm not, though. But this extends beyond, like... Here's my take. Do you want my take? I want your take. Euphemisms are no different than their attached meanings. Oh my gosh. Okay. They are no different. Okay. So, but like, they literally are. In culture, though, you know, we say things like shiz to then to, to be a euphemism for, you know, are we allowed to swear on here? Shit. For shit. And then, you know, vice versa, all these things. Gosh for God. And it's like. Yeah, but when I'm saying, but, oh my gosh. It's not. It's not the same. I'm sorry. But then at this point, that means you're not referring to God at all. I'm referring to Gosh. Okay, then in that case, it makes sense. But like, I think Shiz. Like, come on. <laughs> like, I see your point. You know. But so, still, I I'm not swearing. It's not a explicit <laughs> song. Because I'm saying shut the fuck up. Okay. I'm, just, I'm gonna stand with it. So are you not gonna put the e? No. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. Okay. Shut the fuck up. I always thought it'd be kind of fun to put the explicit. But that's not. (laughs) No. That would be so bad. Anyways. um, There's some lore. I'm not swearing when I say shut the fuck up. (laughs) It just. It sounds like that. Sure. And that was not. I don't know why I said shut the fuck up. I that wasn't in my notes. Yeah, but you know, sometimes I think like, I was just talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Sometimes you just, oh, you know, it's a little outburst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you you get those outbursts a lot, Davis. Oh, I totally do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Um, if anyone wants some lore, some more lore for the vocals, because it's a weird part of the album, there's a there's a lot more background. So like the beginning, I say, what do I even say? I say, I'm getting cereal in a small cup. And then there's a background, small cup. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's too much. And there's like a lot of that. Because there could be, but I didn't want to put it in. Okay, so you, you, you definitely held back. Yeah, but so, still the vocals are like. But you know what that means? What? Next album, no. you know, there's, there's more potential to be maximized. <sighs> Maybe. Okay, so is there is there anything else you want to say about your album? Now I'm thinking maybe for the the last last 15 minutes here, okay. maybe we talk a bit about about what's next. Oh. But is there anything before we do that? Before is there, that, is there anything you want else you want to say? Any you know, statements about? I just want to say, if you made it this far in the podcast, then I just gotta say I really appreciate you. Like this is probably Davis's mom. And like one of random Davis's friends. <laughs> Probably my mom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, mom. you know, whoever it is, uh, thanks, you know. I, go list the album. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Go list the album <laughs> and uh, share it, whatever, laugh at it. It's meant to be, uh, you know, I stand by, like, just. Getting someone to feel anything about the music I make, whether it's like, this is cringe or this is awesome, both of those are good um, to me. Like, of course, I'd want someone to say, oh, this sounds so awesome. But if someone's like, I hate this, this is so cringe. Like, and you went out of your way to say this to me, whether it's in person, through comments, whatever. I consider that success because someone took time to do that. You can't, that's like, that means something. No, that's everything. Like, yeah. That so. really is. These vocals suck. They're so out of tune. Yeah, I don't like hit the pitch. I'm like, uh. <laughs> Show but, you some auto-tune. <laughs> the point was, is that I didn't want to do that. Because this, it shows where I am in my life that yeah. I can't sing. Like, I, like exactly. you know, it's a, that It's well. a milestone. Exactly. So, And I wanted to, you know. Yeah. Showcase that, I guess. Yeah, when someone, like, I'd almost rather someone say, you know, I liked it in track six when you did this. Or I like, I feel like on your next project, you could do this part a little bit better. That is so much more, in, like, validating and so much more, like, meaningful than just, like, it's so good. Like, yeah. You know, obviously it's good to hear, like, feedback and that, like, if, if people even took the time at all. But on top of that, like, when people can, like, specifically point out things in a song you made, like, that shows another level of, like, it's another level of validation that, you know, they took the time to consciously listen. Yeah, that's a big... It's a big deal. That, like, you have a fan right there. <laughs> if someone's pointing out little details in your music, that's a... That's a fan. This is what I was saying. Well, we were talking about positive things, but constructive criticism. That's or constructive 
like specific, you know, like oh input, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. But if anyone listens to the album I consider it, you know, a win. Cool. So I don't know, I guess that's go list the album. And uh go see what the album cover is. And the name. Fingers crossed in the cat. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. When I upload it to DistroKid. Is that when the final decision yeah, will be made? I'll choose that day. Maybe. <laughs> That's funny. What's next? What's next? What is next? You know, I think... <laughs> I have a lot of... There's so much. There is so much. There's so much to do. And the one thing I love about it is that none of it is clear. But there's so much, there's so much interest and there's so much, you know, there's excitement and mystery. And, you know, you never know the way certain projects are going to turn out. And that's what's so beautiful about working with other people. Now, at this point, I think this is a definitely a milestone because we've both, you know, at, at the time of this release, we've both finished and put out solo albums of yeah, our own. That's a that's big. That are, you know, mostly all us. But now I'm excited for this next chapter, which is more of a collaborative one. Okay. And you know, uh you know, I'm excited to work with different people and I think we're both in a place where our our circle of opportunity has expanded significantly. We went from uh, the same pool of twelve hundred to now two different pools of 30,000. That's a lot. That's a lot. And there are really so many talented people that I see every day. And I'm really excited to to see how maybe utilizing that is going to affect the next project. Yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Davis, now, he's a networker. Oh. You got Davis, he's just like, hey, you want to come to the studio? <laughs> and everyone will just be like, Sounds Please. a little creepy. Hey, wanna to come to the studio. Oh, yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> it's the studio. Yeah, let's let's cook something up. <laughs> now, I'm excited for you, Davis. I'm excited for us. That's right. <laughs> Future, which may not be clear, but that's. that's but okay. you know, there's a vision, and that's that's everything. I think, like in music, and in anything art-related, actually, you know, it takes having a vision. And for me, that's where I get all of my motivation from, is this glimmer of what this idea could be. And then everything along the way is going to be unclear, but as long as I reach that glimmer and achieve what that, that mystery experience is going to be, you know, no matter how it turns out, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm stoked about it. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing, is like, you don't just make one album and then you... And then you're done. I mean, you can, but... You can, that's not really... But there's infinite possibilities, and it's like every album you have a chance to then try something new. Yeah, or well. further, you know, the... You know, Brian Eno once said that people are either farmers or cowboys. People either... People will find a certain boundary, and then they'll explore every inch of that boundary. Or there's cowboys who just want to go on a journey through through just through everything, everything. Yep. and they want to experiment with everything and I'm excited to work with you know 
and I think maybe you can be both. And I think I'm excited to maybe further sounds that I've that we've kind of cultivated together, but then also explore new options. Matt, Matt, I uh, I agree. I think Dave's is a cowboy. You think so? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think Dave. Yeah, you're definitely you lean towards cowboy. I think you do too. I I. <laughs> The fact that there's an ambient piece and a straight-ahead swing jazz piece in my album. <laughs> Proves your point. Like, that is not... Obviously, it's been done before, but, like, someone please send me an album with just straight-ahead swing jazz and then, like, a five-minute-long, like, ambient synth piece. And I will, like, give you money if you find that. You know, I think we're going to do that again because <laughs> this next project might be our most diverse yet. We finished basically a hip-hop song last night. Or we got, we didn't finish it at all, but we got a decent way through it. And then we have a catalog of ambient, yeah, like, we, jams. We have, we have, things are in the making. And then we have a, I'm not going to say jazz standard, <laughs> We do Just, have like a, a like a clean cut jazz piece, and then just so many ideas in between, and I'm honestly so excited for it. You know, Davis, I want to make. I've been thinking about this really? for like months and months. Okay, sometime in my life. All right. I just want to make like just a retro wave EDM album, but that's like killer. Like, that's not, like, cringe, like, what's the major scale? Like, musically intelligent EDM, but not too intelligent, not, like, cringe jazz and all the wrong notes. Just, like, just, like, a kill EDM. No saxophone. Like, okay. one day before I die. This are you probably saying, are never you saying, soon. Okay, but you're going to do this at some point. I would love to just make an EDM album. Well, I mean, if you'd like some help, I'd love to do it. But it has to just be, but you know, one thing that I also want to do okay. at some point is just make just super experimental, like an album that's just like, that really scratches this itch of mine that is just like super experimental, almost like noise music. Earth 2. <laughs> no, that sucks. I hate that album. <laughs> well, it's experimental noise music. Yeah, but I'm saying like, put drum, like have a drum track. And then put a distortion pedal through, run it through a distortion pedal, and then run it through, like, echo, and run it through, and then put, like, just a distortion and, like, gain on people just breathing. <laughs> and have that, That's like, a, be, be the build. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I, I love that kind of stuff. I, I, I love that. You know, maybe that world can collide with, our, with our, the EDM world. <laughs> you know... We're cowboys here. <laughs> we this is innovation. Okay, well, you know, you know, we she just named the album right now for the sake Name of the, the album clothes. right now. Man, if you're listening to this, you are just getting all the lore. And you could be seeing history being made right now. Teddy P history. And <laughs> bro, if Teddy P gets big, hypothetically, not saying it will. This is history right now. Assuming I mean, this gets posted, this I don't even know if this is gonna work. A, a dazzling sunset. Like you know, I'm, 
I'm in bliss right now watching, you know, just like looking at you with the sunset behind you, the purple mountains. Oh, it's beautiful back there. Wow. You know, every time we come to the Salt Flats, I had this moment before we leave. I'm like, do we really want to do this? Load up all the stuff. I you feel know, that from you, Davis. A lot of gas. And it's like loading, you know, we always forget stuff. <laughs> but then, you know, hence the iPhone recording. But, you know, when I get out here and that, when I take that first step out of the car, I, I remember, like, what makes this place so ethereal and just beautiful. Yeah, I mean, and I love it here. This is, like, kind of our place, I feel like. Right? I for sure, there's Teddy P associations with Salt Flats. Like, I mean, yeah, it goes way back. For sure, uh, yeah. But, you know, yeah, it has kind of become our place in the same way it's become every Alpine Utah family who comes out here wearing beige and white. To, to to do their their family pictures, but you know what? I'm happy to coexist. Yeah, the thing is, those families and the just the you know I don't whatever all the people they're not affecting us in any way. Like when we're here, There's, in fact, it's not the like more the merrier because behind us for a hundred miles there is nothing. Can we talk about how that mountain doesn't look real? It, it does not look you know, real. It, it really does feel like we're in a, just a completely different world. You know, it's like physics and everything is just blank. And it all is just a blank slate. And, you know, the white ground is the only thing that's been coded into this dimension. And everything else is just screen. It'd be cool to do a Saw Flats album. Not like, you know, just have Saw Flats in the back of the brain. No, every, t- every time I do come... Or track. Every time we come here, I... I bring my tape player because I just record the, the salt flats. Yeah. So I do have material. Well, maybe in the future. You know what we gotta happen. do? We gotta. Probably will happen. We gotta just. We gotta get a new amp, but we gotta. Uh, <laughs> we gotta come out here and we gotta just have like a concert. Advertise the hell out of it. And yes. If nobody comes, that is fine, but we just play music for a few hours. That'd be great. Maybe like three people will come, and they'll come with us. <laughs> yeah, like who? Who would? Who would come? Jill. Jill would come. Jill would come. Maybe like. That's all for me, really. I would never ask people to like drive this far to come here. We play. Well, then this isn't gonna work. You you have to be shameless. That's true. Maybe and then maybe my siblings would come. But that's I think that's literally it. <laughs> maybe we do. Um, a live show somewhere not here first. Just kind of as a like a, a practice run. Oh yeah, a little warm up. <laughs> okay, or you know, we go pick up a free piano, and then true. we go to downtown Salt Lake, and then just play, and put out a hat, and then go get some dinner after. Yeah, go on a rock wall. You're always invited to rock wall jams. Just letting you know, anyone is invited. Not that anyone. I mean, you just that. have to you know hit me up. I know, but you're always so busy in midterms and partying. <laughs> you know, BYU, you know how that goes. Party Central. Yeah, yeah I'm concerned about the alcoholism and the drugs. The, you know, the drug abuse is crazy at BYU. Yeah, you of you, it's a dry campus. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, when I went up there, I was really just surprised that, like, you know, I've never seen that much sobriety. <laughs> you know what? They loved it. And they all wore, like, these long skirts all the girls wore these long skirts and 
the guys wore these, you know, rip curl shirts that were too tight saying, go Utes. It's a crazy world. Yeah, man. It's college. College. Well, anyway, it has been a pleasure being able to interview you. And I hope I was, I hope I was an adequate host. Oh, Dave, you were great. I know this is, this is not the, kind of the standard... What do you, Henry Polai does music things podcast? Episode. What did, there's there has been an episode since we did this last. <laughs> okay, fair. But you know, is there anything else you want to say or ask? Um, you know, I've always this. We should end it because this is going to go on to like something. This will be like a discussion point. Um, you know. Thanks for watching. It's been real, guys. Listening. Thanks for, you know. Davis, thank you <sighs> for coming here. I, this is only possible because of Davis. Not my audio. Well, okay, fine. The car. This is possible because of Davis Stalin. Thank you, Davis. You know, but today, remember that today's episode is about you. And I am so excited for the new album. Please, guys, go give it a listen. It sounds incredible. I am so proud. I am so and honored to, to call you my friend and to say that I've, you know, that we've worked together. Crazy. The honor is mine. Bro, thank you. You're welcome. Thank and then, you. is there anything else? Other than, guys, goodbye. No? Guys? Good Goodbye. Bye. We did it, Davis.